Welcome to IDP Real Talk, the podcast for international students with real stories, real experiences, and what it's really like to live in Australia. I'm Praji, your podcast host and a past international student, and I'm here to help you thrive in Australia. In this episode, I chat with Nathan and Endia, co-founders of the STEM community. We cover everything about how to get a job as an international student in Australia. Today we have with us not one, but two amazing guests. Welcome, Nathan and Enya. Thanks, Prachi. Really excited to be here with you today. Yes, we're so excited to have you here. And I know that we have so many amazing things to talk about, um, especially when it comes to jobs um, for international students. And we will dive into this. But first, I have to ask you, which is our favorite question. The first question that we ask is, what are your favorite things about Australia? So like the number one thing, Nathan, go. (laughs) I love how diverse and multicultural Australia is. I feel like um, we have this like such rich cultural diversity. It's a melting pot of so many different cultures, nationalities. And I think that really shines through in like our food, for example, we have so much, especially with our ties to like Southeast Asia and um, Europe as well. I think we have such amazing, authentic food. And I, I really love that about Australia. Love that. Oh my God. The food scene, the food and wine scene in Australia is like known around the world and and we have to give credit to the multicultural aspect of it all. It has an, I mean, I just love that about Australia as well. Enya, yeah, what about you? Super unpopular take, but I really love the weather. Um, wow. I think a lot of people that I've talked to here just don't really like the variability. But I think coming from Singapore, where it's always hot and humid, I think having a little bit of change, you know, whenever it's like kind of breezy, kind of chilly, I think it's a nice weather to me. And I do enjoy layering my outfits, so... You know, it's a good place for that. <laughs> well, I finally found the one person who likes the weather here now that... <laughs> nice to meet you, Anya. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you too, Prashi. <laughs> no, this is amazing. That that's, I, I like that perspective. That's really cool. I think that um, there's so many different cities and then we have like Perth, for instance, totally different weather to Melbourne, Sydney, so on forth. So yeah, weather is a big one as well. Um, but um, just talking about your journeys to Australia, and I know it's completely different for both of you, like... Um, Nathan, we'll start with you. So how is how has it been studying here? And um, we'd love to get to know your story. Yeah, sure. So I am a local student. I was born and raised in Darwin in the Northern Territory. Um, but both my parents were actually born overseas. My mom in Malaysia um, and came over to Australia when she was about four years old. And my dad was born in East Timor and came to Australia as part of refugee program um, as he, you know, spent a uh, the majority of his childhood, um, jumping between countries as a refugee due to a civil war in East Timor. But funnily enough, um, my grandfather on my mom's side was actually an international student. He came to Latrobe University in Bendigo to study his uh, bachelor's degree, went back to Malaysia, started a family, and then came back here as a migrant. So I guess that's my connection to uh, international students. But yeah, I moved down from Darwin uh, after high school for university to study at the University of Melbourne in 2020 and I've been here ever since. That's amazing. I mean, you definitely do have that really strong connection with, you know, having someone from the family being an international student. So what did you study? Yeah, so I just graduated last year from the University of Melbourne with a Bachelor of Commerce, majoring in accounting and finance. Lovely. Um, over to you, Anya. would love to know your story. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was born and raised in Singapore. So I came to Melbourne last year, so February 2022. So I haven't been in Melbourne too long. 
Um, but right now I'm studying a Bachelor of Arts at the University of Melbourne. I'm in my second year, majoring in media and communications and politics and international studies. So pretty much I'm the, the only one in my family that has been through university. And I'm also the only one who is an international student. So I think it's been quite a daunting experience for me. But overall, like, you know, it's been such a amazing experience so far. And I think like Nathan said previously, like being able to meet people from all over the world and being able to have really good food and coffee. It's a wonderful place to be. Absolutely agree with you there. Oh my God, the coffee. Yes, of course. <laughs> How can we forget? Um, that is amazing. And I feel like both your stories are so different from one another and, and what your background is in studies as well is so different. And this is where like it brings me to the to the fact that you founded this amazing community called Stint Community and you both are co-founders. Um, we would love to talk about how Stint Community came to be and what it does to help out international students. Yeah, sure. I think we we launched it just over a year ago now, and basically it had very humble beginnings, I think. For me as a local student, um, I have a lot of international student friends, and it was the season where we were applying for jobs, so like internships, vacation programs. And I was just asking for updates, like, how are you guys going? Um, do you get accepted? And this was when I learned for the first time that international students weren't actually eligible for a lot of jobs on the market because they had Australian citizen or PR requirements. And for me, I it didn't really sit right. I felt like they were more than capable um, of getting these jobs. They had the right experience, the right attitude, um, just all, all the things that are necessary to get this job. But the only thing that held them back was not being from Australia. And I just thought that wasn't fair. So we did a few surveys to sort of understand whether these were pain points felt by the wider international student community. And the feedback that we got from our interviews and our survey was that, you know, these problems were faced by all international students in Australia and there wasn't currently a solution out there for them. So we thought um, based on the pain points that we identified that we could do something about it. Um, so we launched as just a Slack community, sort of providing support, answering questions about the Australian job market, um, providing advice on like CVs, resumes, and that sort of stuff. And then we expanded to a job board. So this job board is unique because it only lists roles that don't have Australian citizenship or PR requirements, essentially streamlining the job searching process because previously international students had to go through every single job listing on a normal job site like LinkedIn or Seek and scroll to the bottom and see whether they have those requirements. So it was a very long and sort of disempowering journey for them and we really wanted to make it as easy as possible um really lower those barriers as much as we could um because we haven't been able to make systematic change yet so like policy and stuff like that but i felt like um through like this community and job board these were simple yet really effective tools that could support international students throughout their job searching journeys in australia you know it's funny that you mention um that you know, these are the pain points, what international students are facing while they're studying and also while they graduate, because I can relate to that so well, you know, just like going on LinkedIn, looking at a job and then like scrolling to the end and there you have it, you know, you know, you need to be a citizen or you need to have your PR in place. And I still don't, but here we are, you know, it's really important, I think, um, to let employers know that international students are just as capable of getting the job and doing the job. Right. Um, and the fact that Stint is doing that, and I think, you know, hats off to you guys. And I really do love your initiative. Like, I feel like this is going to help so many international students. And this was much needed. 
Uh, for sure. Um, so I love the educational side of things that you guys are doing, providing that information because there's so many myths um, out there about landing a job as an international student. Uh, and not only education side of things, I think you guys have done such a wonderful job with the job board itself because that's what students want to see. They want to you know, go to this place where there's just this jobs uh, available and you guys have you know, made sure that those requirements that, you know, they see in these other jobs about being a citizen or a PR is that's not there. So that is so helpful. And, um, you know, congratulations again on, on, on founding this beautiful um, community. Uh, so that is absolutely fabulous. I'm um, talking about myths um, and, you know, like, which is what would you think? Like, you know, it's been a year um, having founded this amazing community what what would you say is the one myth when it comes to like international students and landing a job in Australia mm -hmm. I would say one of the biggest myths that we've encountered so far is really the misconception that local students and international students have the same sort of approach to job hunting or job seeking here in Australia because when you think of you know job seeking and applying for a job you think that the process is the same but really for international students, they have to go through so many more checks, so many more requirements to prove their capabilities or to prove their ability to work in that you know, environment or to work for that company. And so for me as an international student, I think coming to Australia has always been a dream of mine. And I think we've always been sold this idea of a very easy process or very smooth um, job application journey. But especially when you start you know, like you said, looking at LinkedIn profiles or looking at LinkedIn ads for jobs, you realize that it's more surprising to see that a job doesn't require PR requirements rather than actually not having those requirements at all. And I think what we're trying to do here at Stint is to really highlight the value that international students can bring. So not just, you know, our different perspectives, maybe the bilingualism, you know, adaptability. So these are things that Stint is really trying to push forward to the employers and to organizations as well where we're trying to tell them that international students may be different, but it's good different, not bad. So I think that's been one of the core missions and goals of Stint. And we're very happy to have made some progress. And hopefully that's something that we can do, you know, for the near future as well. I love that. Absolutely. You know, there's some there's a report that came out by McKinsey. I think they, they said something about how important diversity and inclusion is um, in, a, in a successful company. So um, hands down, I think Stint is really representing that and, and already, you know, ad addressing so many of the problems that international students face. I would love to know more about how Stint is um, providing resources um, to international students and what that looks like. Yeah, sure. I can give you the, the quick overview, but basically we are an online community and platform that helps international students build careers in Australia. And we do that through three main avenues. So we have, like we touched on before, an online community. So this is housed on Slack, where essentially it's that support ecosystem for international students. I think coming to a completely new country, you leave behind friends and family. And a lot of a lot of the problems that international students face when getting here was they didn't know where to go to find help. So we really wanted this Slack community to be somewhere where international students could seek both personal and professional support. So in there, we give like free CV reviews. We have a migration agent in there who answers any visa-related questions. We have a mental health forum facilitated by professional psychologists. We have different channels for like events, food recommendations, um, 
jobs and internships. So we really want it to be that one-stop shop where whatever an international student needs help for, they can find in this community. Even if it's just asking a question, say, how how do I find accommodation? And then, you know, you just have other community members being able to answer it because they've lived that same experience. So that peer-to-peer support is sort of what we're advocating for through our community. We have the job board, like I mentioned, so sort of don't really need to touch on that. And something that we've been um, working on a lot recently is a recruitment service. So we essentially want to act as a recruitment agency and be that bridge between employers and international students to make that hiring process as seamless as possible and sort of help employers find suitable candidates for the roles that they're hiring for, but also help get international students more opportunities um, by removing those barriers and working directly with the employers and international students themselves. Because previously there's been such a big divide and I think we really want to bring international students and employers a lot closer together, working together rather than, you know, being really separate um, sort of systems. Mm -hmm. I completely understand. Um, Are there any like common questions that you get from recruiters um, um, or employers for that matter um, that have a misconception about like hiring international students at the moment? Yeah, I think there was a study done by Deakin University touching on some of the misconceptions um, from the employer's side. These were things like um, English levels, uh, which obviously as an international student coming to Australia, you have to have a certain English requirement. You have to get a certain score on the IELTS test. Um, I think there's also the excuse of not a good cultural fit. I think that it's difficult coming from a different culture and having that label put on you immediately. I think that's not necessarily fair. Um, so, And then thirdly, I think employers are just don't necessarily understand the hiring process of an international student. So, okay, how many years can they work? How much will this cost me? Um, how many hours can they work? I think just because there's that sort of lack of a clear understanding of hiring international students, employers tend to err on the side of caution and just say, okay, we only want to hire citizens and PRs. And that's basically them saying, okay, I don't really want, I don't really understand the process. So just to be safe, we would just say we won't hire international students, even though there, there is no sort of requirement to be an Australian citizen or PR for most jobs. I think only maybe government or if you're doing like defense stuff, then you need to be a citizen or PR, but all other jobs, it's open. It's just at the employee's discretion. Oh my God, this reminds me of a story that my brother like applied to this job and he was like through, you know, every round, every interview round and everything. And I, and I remember him saying, okay, so you just come back now asking me like, everything looks fine. Everything looks great. And it's like, oh, it's, um, so what's, what, what's your visa status or like what's your PR status and stuff and he said oh I'm a you know this is my temporary graduate visa here you go and just radio silence after that like this is exactly what you're saying about like the has you know they're just really super hesitant and also steer clear of anybody who's a student and I feel like they just don't want to get into understanding the process like you said um and understanding what it's it's really not that difficult or um it's just i feel like it's um it's it's really just their loss at the end of the day because this is such a really interesting talented pool of talent that they could actually like hire from um and and they're missing out on that and and, um and yeah having experienced that firsthand um it 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 totally makes sense to for you guys to like come into the picture and and make sure that that's not happening especially for the companies who are now like looking out you know seeking someone like you 
um, to help them throughout this process. And I think that would really make it easier for them to hire more talented people and, and, and have like a more successfully like diverse and inclusive like workspace. Yeah, I think that's exactly what we're trying to advocate for. And the research on the market currently really emphasizes the importance of international students. I think there's a skill shortage in Australia right now. Um, I think there was a survey done. I think one third of companies in Australia are struggling to find suitable candidates. Uh, but I think only 34% of Australian workplaces actually hire international students, despite, um, I think the stat was 80% of international students wanting to stay in Australia after their studies end, if given the opportunity. And I think opportunity is the big word for us in trying to find international students those opportunities and create those opportunities for them is, is super important because we don't think someone should be judged based on their citizenship status or where they come from, but more so on their experiences, their skills, them as a candidate rather than focusing too much on the on the negative sides of an international student, um, more so in the hiring process and forgetting all the good things that international students bring. I think Enya touched on them before, but obviously the intercultural fluency, knowledge of global markets, um, being multilingual, being super loyal and adaptable. And I think it's really important to sometimes put those negatives to the side and focus more on the positives. I think with international students, there's all those misconceptions flying around, but I think it's just important to look at them at face value, not just be like, okay, I'm going to push them to the side. I'm going to disregard them just because they're an international student. For sure. So um, that's like, that's so interesting that you said that. And that's like from the point of view of employers, right? Um, talking about international students coming in or making that choice um, to study or to apply to study here in Australia, I do often get this question of like, okay, so what does the job market look like? Um, and, and I know that we like touched on it just before this, um, episode, but, um, this is where like, I want to clear the air for them as well and say like, it's not as complicated as, um, it's not a yes or no. It's a bit more complicated than that. Um, and by that, I mean to say is it's just something that they need to make sure that they have the skills for to get a job here. Um, and, um, I think. I think what they need to do is um, understand and adapt as well, like coming into a new country and, and working here, getting that local experience, making sure that they are employable um, when the time does come when they graduate. Um, so what are the tips that you have for students who are planning to come here or who are on their way here, who have applied and who are going to join uni very soon? Mm-hmm. Well, for me, I guess there's sort of two different sides to it. I think. The first one is the before coming to Australia. I think what's really important for international students who are preparing to come to Australia is for them to understand what's the kind of life that they want to build. You know, are they planning to stay here for a long term? Are they planning to grow their career here? So I think understanding your goals or like that sort of final outcome, I think that's really important because that sort of drives, you know, the different things that you're going to focus on, be it academics, be it club activities, be it, you know, starting a side hustle, for example. So I think really making those sort of goals beforehand and understanding the sort of culture here, prepping yourself for, you know, the difficulties that you're going to face and understanding that they are accomplishable. You just have to, you know, put yourself out there and be prepared for all those adversaries, um, adversities. Sorry. And I guess the second part is to be able to present yourself well. I think a huge part um, that international students may lack is the communication skills or the ability to really present their capabilities. I think many international students have great talent, 
and they're really capable, very smart. But the reason why they may not be seen as capable as you know the other candidates or local students be- is because they don't, they may not feel com- confident enough to express their talent and their skill set. And so I think really working on the communication skills and presenta- presenting skills is exceptionally important. I second that. I think it's so important to think about um, a think start thinking about building your personal brand when you're like coming into the country and what that looks like. Um, and that that may look different for everybody, but it's it's really just about um, start working on uh, what you want to achieve in the next say two years, three years, and and find that place where you can start building on your brand. And and uh, we talk about that um, in in other episodes as well. But um, how important do you think it is for a student to start building on their personal brand? I think it's massively important. I'm a massive advocate for LinkedIn. <laughs> Um, so I think it's really important to do what I call building in public. So whatever you do, any achievements, any accomplishments, anything that you learn, put it out there for the public to see. I think sometimes with international students, there's that, I think, fear of putting yourself out there. And I don't think that should be the case. I think you should be proud of all the things that you're accomplishing and doing and put it out there for everyone to see, because sometimes you can be doing all this amazing work on your own and not telling anyone about it. And they would be none the wiser. So I think sometimes it's just important to, you know, have a bit of self-love, you know, believe in yourself and just put the work that you're doing out there for everyone to see. Because I think, especially for LinkedIn, you can meet so many amazing people and there's so many great opportunities that can just come out of making posts about, you know, an event you attended or someone that you met. And I think that's just part of building out your support network and growing the connections that you have in Australia. I think that can even help you get a job. So I really do believe in the the notion that um, your net worth is your net work. So I think that is really important to me and something that international students have to do. I think being an international student is hard in Australia. I don't think we we can say it any other way, but sometimes you just have to go above and beyond as an international student. And, that, and that's just the reality. Like go out and get as much experience as you can. Even if you already have some local experience, I don't think they're there's too much experience, you know, you can go get experience volunteering, you can go do internships, part-time jobs, you can go, if you're at university, go join a university club. I think there are so many different ways to get experience, local experience as an international here in Australia, that's beyond just, you know, a paid job. So I think that's just, yeah, a really important thing to consider as well. That's the thing, isn't it? It's so important to have that local experience and regardless of how much work experience you might have had in your own country, it makes sense to come here um, I know you're studying, you know, full time, but at the same time, look at internship opportunities or volunteer positions uh, or part time opportunities. Um, I'm so glad that you mentioned LinkedIn because I have been following you. We're connected on LinkedIn and the way that you do like roundups and, and I and I keep seeing your posts on LinkedIn. I feel like I'm so in touch with the international students community. It's really amazing how you've built that on LinkedIn. So kudos to you. That's, you. that's awesome. Um, I, I'm a huge advocate for personal branding as well. And this is the one advice that I would give students coming in here uh, to Australia who want to land a job is really to find their niche and make sure that they have a portfolio that they could show to their recruiters. So it could even be like a website or it could be something that they've, you know, created an Instagram page, you know, um, what, what is it that you bring to the table that's probably different from what everybody else is bringing Um, And 
how do you highlight that? And how do you say, okay, well, this is what I love to do. This is my passion. And here's why you should hire me. So that's a huge part of it. And I and I completely agree. Building a personal brand really helps highlight that um, and build on it over time and, and provide so many networking opportunities. Um, and it could even be a job opportunity, like you said, because I did the same thing. I reached out to a recruiter on uh, LinkedIn and that's how I got my first paid internship um, at Catch. So this it's just like such a small world. It's it's I love the world of LinkedIn because there's so many opportunities um, and hands down a big fan. Um, so I love that we covered that because I think this is going to be so helpful for students just to understand what to do when they come in here. Um, is there anything that you'd like to tell international students like coming coming into this new country? Any any advice that you'd like to give them? Mm hmm. I think definitely like moving to an entirely different continent is a extremely scary thing. And for me as well, like coming in, I was pretty skeptical of the ways I was going to approach my university life and my social life. But I think what really helped me was to observe opportunities. And what I mean by that is you might see many different you know opportunities to volunteer or to put yourself out there. But if you don't take them or if you don't grasp them, then you can't really understand what it's like. Um, I think a huge part of the reason why I'm able to have such an enjoyable experience in Australia is because of the fact that I've put myself out there and I've been able to meet really great people, uh, have really great friends and a really good support system that have really encouraged me to, you know, work on things that I'm passionate about. And I would say um, I think it's really important that international students believe in themselves. I think you know, it's definitely tough to be in a room full of people that are different from you and you might feel quite lonely or you might feel quite out of place. But sometimes you're out of place not because, you know, you're not from the same country, but you're out of place because you have a really different perspective. And I think it's how you look at that and how you take control of the direction that, you know, your life wants to be. Definitely. There's so much growth in that. You know, you think you come into this like country, new country, new uni, new life. Um, and uh, you don't realize, but, you know, there's so much growth that happens. Um, and, and straight from the point that you arrive you know, at the airport, like all the way through the graduation and beyond, it's just it's uh, it's an evolving situation. And it's just um, it's just something that you need to be aware of, I think, coming in as an international student as well. But, um, you know, you're here and you're studying um, and you have founded this amazing community as well. Um, how, how is life settling into Australia? Mm -hmm. It's been pretty good. I think, you know, starting doing like work and stint or growing stint together with the co-founders has been a really enriching journey for me. I think it's given me a pretty good idea of what working for an Australian startup may be like. Um, and we do have our challenges for sure. But I think the, you know, at the end of the day, whenever we meet other international students who, you know, talk to us and share with us their experience using Stint or being a part of Stint has always been a really heartwarming and very motivating thing for me. And coming to Australia, like, I was really concerned about the way I would sort of fit in, you know, be it in terms of having a social life or you know, making friends and excelling in university. I think there's so many different aspects of life that I just kind of had to like grasp all at once. I mean, even the simplest thing like living alone 
um, that was challenging. I mean, cooking, cleaning, you know, just being really responsible for everything and, you know, just taking charge. I think that was challenging for me. But I would say, um, you know, the growth that I've witnessed in myself, comparing myself to like last year in February when I didn't even know how to use a rice cooker. <laughs> and now where I know how to use a rice cooker and a microwave, uh, I think that's been some personal growth there as well. So I would say, um, you know, I'm looking forward to what Australia has for me as well. Oh, and yeah, I think I think we've all been there. <laughs> Let's hear. Let's hear. We've all been there. Oh um, no, but um, I'm so happy to see that you're settling in really well, um, Nathan. So now you graduated last year. What are your plans for the future? Yeah, so I'm currently working at an edtech startup called Hex, which basically delivers innovation and entrepreneurship programs that are university accredited, uh, trying to raise the exponential intelligence of the global workforce. So I think as my first full-time job out of university, I couldn't have asked to be working for a better company. I think for me and what I want to achieve in life, I think positively impacting the lives of, of people is really important to me. So um, I get to do that through my work at Hex and it's honestly, it's really good because there's a lot of transferable experiences and skills that I got from my time at my time building stint that I was able to translate to Hex. And then I've been learning so much at Hex where I'm able to transfer some of those experiences back to stints as well. So um, I think having those almost two two jobs that have a lot of synergies and a lot of connections is, is really great. And yeah, I feel like I'm learning so much. In terms of my plans for the future, I consider myself a really opportunistic person. So I can't say I have my entire future mapped out. And I think for international students as well, I, I, I don't feel like there is a need to have your entire future in Australia planned out. I think it's important to be flexible, be adaptable and be open to new opportunities. So I enjoy my time at, I enjoy my job at Hex and I don't see myself anywhere else in the next few years. But what I will say is I, I'll make the most of any opportunity that comes my way. Wow. That sounds like a nice thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, I love I love that. That's really cool. And both of you founded Stint. So I, I do want to definitely touch on just how if you had any advice for students who are like looking to start their own startup in Australia. I think starting a side hustle during university is super underrated. I honestly wouldn't have gotten my job at Hex without Stint just because um, it showed to the Hex team that I was able to do things essentially so i was able to build a community i was able to run events because my role at hex is community and events producer so i was able to show them through stint that i have experience i've been there done it before and i think it was really important for me in my personal growth journey as well so i think my advice would be just start i think imperfectly done is better than perfectly done so sometimes you can get in over your head about all the details about everything being perfect but I think the nature of a startup or a side hustle is that you're going to iterate along the way. I think the analogy is like flying a plane off off a cliff, but building the plane as you as you're as you're falling off it. So I think with startups, it's just a learning process. You just got to do it, and I think experience is the best teacher. So the reality is, it's not going to be perfect. You're going to make mistakes along the way. There's going to be hurdles or things that don't go exactly the way that's planned. But that's the beauty of a startup. I think you learn so much. Um, just because you're in those uncomfortable situations. But if you do them enough times, if you if you have that right mindset, you'll start being really comfortable in those uncomfortable situations and you'll grow so much as a person. I think 
with stint, we never even expected to be at this point where we'd be doing, you know, a podcast with IDP talking about our journey co-founding stint. So it's really crazy how life goes and with startup with startups, obviously life's even crazier. I think stint is just so chaotic sometimes, but I think you just gotta learn to embrace it and enjoy enjoy the ride. It's a roller coaster. There are so many hidden gems in what you just said. Like I absolutely enjoyed listening to every bit of it. And I love the analogy of like, a, you know, building an airplane as you like fly off a cliff. Like love that. Oh, I, I absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely butchered that one. I just couldn't remember exactly how to say it, but like, you know, you get the point, again. you get the point. 100%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Anya, do you have anything um, that you'd like to say? This done building a startup here. I would say definitely surround yourself with people in the startup space or like-minded people. I mean, for me, I would have never gotten to where I am today if not for the people around me, for the co-founders, for the team. So really being able to be present with people that inspire you, motivate you, encourage you is super duper important. I think choosing the people that you hang out with or choosing the people to talk to is extremely critical. Um, I think there's a, the really popular saying where it's like the five most people, five most the five people that you spend the most time with is the people that you kind of average out to be. Absolutely. And I find that to be completely true. Um, I think, you know, if there are any bad influences or any toxic energy, it's really important to kind of weave that out of your life. Because especially as an international student, when you want to build something, you don't really have, you know, the natural resources or the natural network that you have in Australia because you come from a completely different country. So having to establish that as you grow something can be seen as really tough and challenging. But I think as long as you remain clear on your goals and you're open to other opportunities or feedback and critique, I think that's you know an excellent way to build something that is of worth. And I mean, even if it fails, I think there's so many skills that you can learn from it. I feel a lot of the you know skills that I've learned through Stint is extremely applicable in other areas of my life. So be it, you know, my role at university clubs or be it in my future careers, I think a lot of the, you know, work that we're doing here at Stint is helping me grow and helping Stint grow at the same time. And that's really, um, you know, I guess that's really inspiring from a different perspective as well. So Absolutely. Um, and, and I love the saying that, you know, the magic is you know, right over here, right outside your comfort zone. So that's mm -hmm. definitely something that I think students will take away from this episode. Um, and I absolutely love both of your journeys. And I think that you guys are doing an amazing job. Um, I will just end the episode with um, my last question, which is if you have any recommendations for international students coming here or like studying here already, it could be a podcast, it could be a book, it could be a movie. We've had like, it could be anything, it could be an app. So yeah, four is yours. I mean, I have to do it, but I have to plug Stint. We do have that free community that any international student studying here in Australia can join. So just visit our website, stintcommunity.com, and you're able to join our community and be part of our family, essentially. So we want to be your home away from home. So we'd really love any international student to get involved um, with what we're doing. So our community, our events, check out our job board. If you have any feedback or um, things that you want us to implement, let us know because we are an enterprise that is built for international students by international students. So I think it's really important that we co-design this with international students. You know, I think for so long, there's been a lot of support out there, but not necessarily tailored or personalized to the, to the unique journey of an international student. So we really want 
international to be part of our journey and our growth as an organization. So we'd love to chat. We'd love you guys to get involved. So yeah, just feel free to reach out to me. Absolutely love that. No, for sure. Um, I think everybody should head to stintcommunity.com for sure. And yeah, anything you'd like to add? Well, definitely Stint. <laughs> um, for me, I would say, I mean, there's quite a number of recommendations, but I would think that really immersing yourself in the culture is a huge recommendation of mine. Um, prior to coming to Melbourne, I didn't really watch that many musicals. Um, so I think it's a pretty good way to kind of immerse yourself in the, the arts and cultural scene. There's so many good musicals that visit Melbourne and tour in Melbourne. Um, so definitely recommend that for like, you know, de-stressing. I know it's exam period right now as we're filming. So any chance you get to kind of just chill, hang out with your friends, um, listen to some really good songs, um, definitely my recommendation. I love it. Oh my God. Yeah. Just immerse yourself in the culture here. Um, absolutely love so many things that we talked about in this episode that will help students kind of gain the perspective that they need um, coming here and studying here and what they need to expect while applying for a job as well. Um, absolutely love having both of you on the podcast. Thank you so much for your time today um, and hopefully talk to you guys again soon. Yeah, thanks so much for having us, Prachi. Really enjoyed the conversation. Thanks for listening to IDP Real Talk. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify so you don't miss another episode. See you next time.